Take flight. Soar through the clouds like a majestic bird, only to fall with frozen wings. Salutations, Snowdrift County. This is your community news. Incredible news, citizens. This morning, as the deep black sky began turning a respectable shade of gray, some of our neighbors who have been lost in the southern peaks have returned to their respective cities here in the county. During his morning patrol, Deputy Sheriff Byron Marshall was greeted by 12 of the about 160 missing citizens from all over Snowdrift County. Their skin appeared to be several shades darker than it was when they first went missing. Most of them are red and have the same blistering affliction that the deputy faced when he last climbed the southern peaks. After admitting the blistering individuals to Broxton Memorial Hospital for treatment, the deputy brought the only individual to not be suffering with these strange pustules on their skin, Wardencliffe resident Matthew Sheldon. Matthew went missing a few months ago and has not been seen since the stock trade. We honestly thought he was taken by the brokers as currency. At the moment, the deputy sheriff has detained him on the grounds of being a suspicious character, and is currently interrogating him. We are still waiting for an update, so for right now, let's move on to lighter news. The doors of the Bromdale Theatre opened for premiere night of Farewell Sweetheart last week. I wasn't able to make it, sadly, since I had to be here to report about the snow devil storm that was going on in Winston that day. But Jennifer Baekler, professor of the performing arts at Blairsville Academy, was there and she is more than willing to share her review with us to read on the air. The play had a rather predictable story going through the first two acts, but once it got to the third act, it became really gruesome as Zeus begins to set traps for Juniper. I don't want to spoil the ending, but the fourth and final act is not for the faint of heart. Farewell Sweetheart is still performing in Bromdale Theatre for the next two weeks, so be sure to catch it when you get a chance. Well, that definitely convinced me to go check it out. I just love those unrequited love stories, and I'm just so curious as to what Professor Baekler is talking about with the fourth act. Also, not only is the theatre still showing Farewell Sweetheart, but there's also quite a few exciting events in this week's community calendar. Monday. Henry O'Malligan, owner of Malligan's Pub and Grill, has a special event planned. While cleaning out the back room of the restaurant, he found a strange machine. It had two microphones, a speaker system, and a small screen, all attached to a central body. When he further examined the machine, he found a hard drive filled with all sorts of popular songs missing their vocal parts, including Rascal Cleave and the Barkey's latest single, Our God is a Frozen One, from the Missing Pulpit album. When played, the lyrics for these songs would appear on the screen in time for where the vocal portions would be. Henry thought it would be fun for people to use this machine to sing along with their favorite songs without the actual vocals getting in the way. So he decided to bring it out and let everyone in the county give it a try. Just stop in on Monday night and place your song request. The stage for the Sing For Us machine should be set up by then. I wonder if they have a Punch in the Jaw by Darren Mertens. I know it's a pretty old song, but it was always one of my favorites to sing along to. I'll have to message Henry and ask him about that. But, moving on.
Wednesday is family night at your local Church of Sathagwa. Each church is rolling out their ovens to cook everyone a delicious dinner and bring the community together in these trying times as family. On the menu, they will have beef teriyaki with noodles, chicken alfredo, and vegan shepherd's pie. Those currently listening to this broadcast are invited, and these invitations cannot be turned down. Don't try to skip out. We know who you are. Yeah, anyone that is listening right now, you might be better off just clearing your schedule for Thursday as well. There's going to be an all-night vigil after dinner. It doesn't let out until about 6 in the morning, so it might be better to just go home and sleep in for the day. And lastly, on Saturday, the Blairsville Comedy Club will be hosting an improv night. The night will be hosted by Snowdrift County's number one comedy troupe, Comic Kazis. The troupe will have a series of games prepared for the night that will require audience participation, such as organic puppets and voiceover. The doors of the comedy club will open when the sky becomes dark gray, and the show will begin when the sky is black. Hmm. Now that I think of it, I haven't been to a comedy show in years. Not since I adopted Danielle. I used to go see the Kamikazes every time they had a show. Maybe I'll get together with Joe and take Danielle to go see this upcoming performance. Folks, I have now received an update on the interrogation of Matthew Sheldon. After Deputy Marshall asked Matthew how he got to the Southern Peaks, he was more than willing to tell the story, which I shall now tell you all. During the stock trade, when brokers have just begun to flood the streets, the singing that Matthew claimed to hear from the caverns, that I honestly never heard, stopped its melodious tune and spoke to him, in a worried tone, beckoning him to enter the caverns for safety. He did so, feeling warmth in the feminine voice that spoke to him. Matthew followed the voice deeper into the caverns, heading further and further underground. Eventually, he reached a large cavern with several paths going out from it, a pool of water gathered in the center of its floor. The voice echoed in this chamber, still beckoning him. He eventually found what direction it was coming from and continued to follow it, now knowing that he was lost and this strange woman's voice is the only thing that might be able to get him out. He followed the voice, now heading back towards the surface of the cavern. After the whole night of walking, Matthew reached the cave mouth of the caverns but not to the familiar snowy world that Matthew and all of us have lived in our whole lives. He described the air around him as being close to a roaring fire. The dirt beneath him was brown, and it had a large multitude of thin green leaves growing out of it. Trees dotted the opening around him, mostly pine trees, but a couple fruit-bearing trees as well. The bark on the trees was a deep brown color. The sky was a light blue color, with a bright light shining within it. Matthew said his eyes burned from the vibrancy of the colors around him. He walked from the cave mouth, and continued on as far as he can, until he hit a wall. Oh, I don't mean he didn't know what to do, although that is true. I mean he actually ran into a wall. The strange field that Matthew found himself in suddenly stopped, the blue sky was just standing in front of him and seemingly stretching into infinity above him. Unfortunately, 
Matthew went into a tangent about how he survived this whole time in what he calls the meadow, and the voice that he claims to have heard the whole time. We're still waiting for him to finish rambling. While we wait for him to finish, I have a personal ad that one of our listeners sent to be read on the air. This one comes from Jack Himmel, headmaster of Kirkman School for Agriculture. Kirkman School for Agriculture is currently facing a shortage of students. As we all know, our student body is necessary to properly run the warehouses. In order to prevent potential crisis, tuition for all student applicants will be waived and the acceptance rate will be at 100%. We really need people who will help provide for the county at large, so hurry and apply for your career in farming or animal husbandry today, before we all run out of food. Well, I hope with everyone coming back, we'll actually be able to have a student body there now. We have been running out of corn. Citizens, I'm getting some disturbing news. The wild dog pack that circles the edge of our county have begun to act strangely. They seem to be avoiding the southern towns of Winston and Wardencliffe altogether, instead cutting directly through Bromdale in their formerly predictable path. On top of that, the dogs seem to be avoiding people, rather than responding with their usual, neutral friendliness. Because of these strange new behaviors of the pack, gifted to us by Sathagwa, Bromdale Mayor Jeremy Cooper is calling for the clearing out of Main Street in order to give the dogs a clear path through the city. Sheriff Walters is currently setting up detour signs to help redirect everyone away from the dog's path. Say, while we're on the topic of our main mode of transportation, let's take a look at the traffic. It appears that Matthew Sheldon has stopped rambling. With his interrogation concluded, Deputy Sheriff Marshall has sent me a brief summary of what was said. And here it is. One night, after weeks of surviving in this strange field, the voice that beckoned Matthew there asked if he liked what she had brought him to. Being from Wardencliffe, Matthew had admitted to enjoying the lack of sound in the air. But he also admitted to being lonely. The voice comforted him, and promised him a cure for his loneliness. The next morning, the voice guided Matthew to a particular section of the strange barrier that surrounded the field, rather than the uniform light blue color that surrounded the area. This strange patch of the sky that met the ground was gray. The shape of hands were appearing through the apparent fog. Finding a nearby branch, Matthew struck the gray patch of the sky. It shattered, leaving an opening which brought in the familiar cold that he had not felt since he entered the strange field. On the other side of the opening, the familiar mountain range of the southern peaks, and a group of familiar faces. People from all over the county, those who have wandered to those same mountains, and have become lost. Um... I'm sorry, citizens. 
I cannot report any further information about what was said at the interview, as per orders from the County Senate. They are currently at the station and demanding a temporary shutdown of my mic. In order for me to not leave you in silence, citizens, here is a word from our sponsors. Do you want to ease yourself of the pressures of life? Does the pain of existence feel like too much? Why not take the afternoon off with the delicious Abyss Cola? Let the bubbles phase into you and give you the experience of decay, molecule by molecule. Let this feeling overwhelm you as you come to the realization that your life has no consequences in the grand scheme of the universe, and to just enjoy the present. The memories of you will fade over time. We are all one in the void. Enjoy Abyss Cola. Well, the county senate's visit went better than the last time they were here. They only smashed my tablet computer. Last time they thought it would take breaking my whole soundboard to destroy news they didn't want reported. And they used dynamite. This time it was a sledgehammer, thankfully. Someone really needs to try and teach them about the delete function. They did, however, leave me with the following statement to read to you all. <clears throat> Any ramblings from Matthew Sheldon are to be dismissed as well as the ramblings of any lost citizens that may return from the southern peaks. Do not listen to their words. They will tempt you to join them beyond the peaks. There is no god but Sathagwa. The goddess they all speak of is a blasphemous idea, and their congregation should not be allowed to grow. It also says our returning neighbors will be able to come back into our community and continue their daily lives. However, their time missing and what they experienced beyond the southern peaks must not be spoken of. Unfortunately, without my computer, this is the last bit of news I can report to you all. Station management made me switch completely to digital in order to save money on paper. We are still struggling from the Denise Davies case. Hopefully it won't take too long to replace. I'd hate to leave you all like this, but I unfortunately have nothing more I can say, or at least nothing I'm allowed to say. I did get word that people have been returning from the southern peaks throughout the day, so I'm sure many of you want to reunite with your loved ones. So as much as I don't like leaving our time together off early, I will say, good night, Snowdrift County, and stay warm. Salutation Snowdrift is a Broken Unicorn Studios production, written and performed by Nicholas Gold. All music was provided by Kevin McLeod. Check out his stuff at incompetech.com. Want to keep up with what we're doing? Feel free to subscribe and follow us on Facebook or Twitter. Have any questions or comments? Want to help us out with the show? Send us an email at brokenunicornstudios at gmail.com. And thank you for listening.